Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. We are live, my boy JC, Ball vs. Life. How's it going, buddy? What's well, cracking, man? I can't believe uh, January is close to getting over already, man. The New Year just happened, and we are buzzing along. I know, very much like how last year. I wanted to ask you. Great. I wanted to ask you since the last time we recorded, twenty twenty didn't start off so well, but it's starting to pick up, yeah. right? It's starting to pick up. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 getting better, man. You know, I, I started the the year back on the DL, but it seems like uh, whatever I was working through was. Uh, wasn't as bad as I initially thought, but, you know, I'm getting back in the saddle, and uh, I don't know, 2020 is, it started off rough, but it's looking looking, looking pretty good right now, especially here in the Bay Area. I'm sure you'll gladly take that rough start for the last two wins the Niners had, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll take it, I'll take it definitely, especially how the past couple years football has really been suffering uh, up here, man. Dude, before we get into the football thing, you and I have been texting back and forth that you hit me up first about this whole Aaron Hernandez doc on on Netflix. Um, is it called Killer Inside? Inside a Killer? I don't, I forgot what it was called exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is like I ne- I'd never heard of the series before, but I saw something on uh, online on IG uh, Complex actually like made a post mm. and they said like, you know, this documentary is crazy. So I was like, all right, like, you know. I think in complex is pretty legit in terms of uh, uh, leads on stuff in terms of pop culture buzz. So I checked it out and I was like, dude, this thing is really addicting. I yeah. never binge watch stuff just because like, you got I don't kids. really have time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, man. But when I started that freaking series, dude, I literally watched like three hours, the, th- the three episodes in one night. Like, you I fucking slept, slept late that night. You shouldn't probably have, you shouldn't have stayed up. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I was going to wake up in like two hours, but I, the, the, the story is so riveting. And then I, the next day I hit you up. I was like, yo, you need to check out this Aaron Hernandez doc, man. And it's, it's crazy, right? Did you finish it? Do I finished it. And I kind of was interested in it already because I saw a trailer for it. And, I mean, yeah. we won't go super into, like, all the fine details of it. But for those that don't know, Aaron Hernandez was the former tight end of the Patriots long ago. Yeah. And he, you know, the story goes he basically is a killer. He got convicted of <laughs> uh, of first-degree murder. And then he eventually, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to spoil it. Should I spoil it? I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a doc of the stories out there, but... Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of things to unfold there, dude. It's crazy, yeah. man. Like how detailed they got yeah. into like the backstory of things, and just yeah. the whole case. We'll, yeah, we'll spare the listeners the details so that they can discover it themselves. But like, I feel like this Aaron Hernandez story was like the modern OJ. Oh, yeah. Like I never really was gotten. Like I never really was kind of hooked on his story. While it was happening and seeing it on the news, I was just like, yeah, the, the, you know, this hella drama over there in New England. But like looking and unpacking all of the details, that is really, really crazy. Like they really get into the mind of like a really complex individual. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, he, you know, he was at the pinnacle of sports. Dude, he signed a $40 million dollar contract, man. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like there was just a tremendous amount of success on his end, and 
yeah, the timelines of everything was just really, really surprising. And it just makes you just wonder, like, what's going on in there? Wait, wait let, uh, let's just give our listeners a little spoiler alert. Let's talk about it for the next, like, five to ten minutes. So for those that okay, don't want it spoiled, okay. just fast yeah, forward ten minutes from now or, yeah. like, eight to ten minutes yeah. to check in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, if we're talking about this, we should unfold it a little bit, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're yeah. being super vague, but yeah, okay. So starting now, okay, you can fast forward five, yeah. ten minutes. Um, but yeah, as far as the story goes, dude, like, I mean, just from the CTE angle, and he was—he basically killed someone while paying for the playing for the Patriots, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, it was just like, yeah, I, I, it almost was like even aligned with like the Super Bowl timeline. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he actually killed someone between weeks after the AFC Championship. Um, but yeah, basically that was just what was crazy about it is, you know, he was literally playing at the highest level that he was in and to be able to kind of maintain focus and playing his sport while having all that drama underneath, you know, was really, really crazy, but eventually kind of caught up with him though. Like that's what it seemed like. He got really, really paranoid about things that had happened and, you know, it just, he started just, you know, really unraveling, really bugging out, man. Yeah, exactly. It, well, the one of the interesting parts of it was during the time that he was basically his trial was going. I mean, a lot yeah. of the questions to the players like Gronkowski or Tom Brady or even Tim Tebow because they played at Florida, they were getting yeah. asked these questions about Aaron Hernandez, and they were just like under this whole like. Well, there was an interview where Gronk just refused to answer any questions. It's just kind yeah. of interesting that everybody's under that microscope that he basically created because the Patriots kind of. Yeah. You know, like uh, he he was so important to them, and I mean the ta- the talent that he had. A lot of people just let him kind of go with a lot of these things, and didn't really kind of hold him accountable in some ways. Like there's yeah. a lot of leeway yeah. there. Um, of course, he's yeah. he's accountable for his own actions. Like, <laughs> yeah, but nobody was like really like sitting him down and making sure he's he's right. You know? Yeah, it really makes you wonder in terms of how much you know slack stars get in terms of being able in terms of what they can get away with and i do feel like that kind of played a role in terms of his 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 spiraling down you know what i mean just because he had a lot of money you know with money comes a lot of influence you also have a lot of yes men and you kind of just feel like you're more powerful than you really are and you're sometimes you might even feel like you're above the law if you're if you're that successful in your, your trade and it just it didn't really it just was like a you know a hodgepodge of different things that really affected you know the ct angle it seems like he also had a little bit of abuse that had happened when he was a kid and all of that was just like a bad bad formula coming up with a complex man and it's just it's crazy man it's worth a watch i really do feel like it's a worth watch yeah i highly recommend it too um it's just it's just an interesting case where it's not even just somebody with it all. It's just more so, I don't know, um, just for people to, like, athletes can compartmentalize so well. I mean, like, you know, of, for example, Kobe, when he went through that rape trial, he was playing basketball. He yeah. was playing at the highest level, too. He It wasn't like he was playing badly, too. He almost, like, up, yeah. his game uplifted. It was kind of an escape, yeah. almost, from the stuff yeah. from outside of his life that's going wrong. That's a very good point, man. I feel like... That's your sanctuary yeah. when you're playing your sport. In many ways, you can get away from all the drama yeah. once you're in that moment. <clears throat> Maybe that's what happened with Aaron Hernandez, yeah. but 
man, that stuff really caught up with him towards the end. <laughs> and it's really tragic about how it all ended, yeah. since we're talking spoilers. But it's, it's already well known that yeah. he eventually kind of just gave up on life. Yeah. You know, he actually took a W towards the end, but he, he still took a major L. Well, a big part of that and documentary was... was also the fact that he was bisexual. And um, yeah. a big part of the documentary was they had some gay players um, that were interviewed yeah. for the doc. And they were saying how hot, tough it is to be homosexual in the NFL yeah. because it's such a machismo sport. And in many ways, yeah. to be in the locker room, like these people who are homosexual... They feel like they had to put up a front yeah. even more to protect that image of football and that machismo. And like, this is a man sport. Like, you you know, being homosexual just doesn't fit, you know, into the culture. Yeah, yeah. They really snuck that in there. Like, I actually, I, did, I didn't expect that. <laughs> it came out, came out in love field. I was just like, whoa. I don't even know if it was even discussed when the trials were going on as yeah. to whether or not that was a variable. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like, some of the demons that he was fighting had to do with his sexuality and it kind of really the conflict that he was feeling you know with being a professional football player and then whatever you know internal struggles that he had in mind so again it's just cte yeah. you know abuse as a child yeah. you know what sexuality I mean? like the, the yeah sexuality and then the, the the situation that he found in when he was in new england I mean, who knows if this would have flown if he was in other teams or if he was a little bit more open about who he was. And, you know, it's just a perfect storm, man. And it just kind of ended up in some really, really tragic circumstances. Yeah, man. So it kind of sucks. Yeah. But a compelling story nonetheless. And it's just, you know, hopefully, you know, when people kind of watch this, Mm -hmm. they can kind of take something out Mm -hmm. of it, you know, not just kind of be entertained out of the drama, but really kind of, you know, maybe have a different perspective on football as we as we discuss football you know you know, you know what you know, i got the latter half you know what i got out of it in terms of the football aspect it wasn't so much that he's a killer mm-hmm. and also all that stuff it's yeah. really what football players go through and i mean everyone knows yeah. like the what football players go through in terms of the body punishment but as as yeah. athletes talk about it more and more and cte the stu- the science backs up what yeah. what they endure it's just crazy yeah. what they go through i mean to <laughs> I mean, I don't want to... It's like even football players don't really want their kids to go into football because they know yeah, just how brutal yeah. it is. Like the surgeries, yeah. just... Yeah. It's... Yeah, dude. And it's it's very topical, actually, that they this came out. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke Heakley just recently retired. Oh, yeah. And, oh. you know, he's in the prime of his career. Yeah. And, like, it seems like a lot of football players are reevaluating how long they want to play. Yeah. And just reevaluating being in the sport as much as they love. I mean, no, you know, Luke Heakley is like Captain America. Yeah. He represents football and uh, a football purist in many in many ways. So it's really kind of interesting to kind of see, you know, how different people are kind of approaching this. And you know, I think there's a lot more to kind of learn about like the effects of that. I've seen different takes on people talking about you know what happened with aaron hernandez mm-hmm. like I, I i don't think you can just completely just say hey you know he g- had gone through that he wouldn't really have done what he yeah, would have yeah. done but you know what i mean like there are a ton of other football players out there that are probably suffering from the physical yeah. kind of ailments and i don't think they're good in people down you know yeah I mean? but Very it's just like, like i guess hernandez. it's a puts a focus on the physical things that they had endured that affect the mental 
or the emotional yeah which is ct yeah. is part of that like when you have suffered brain trauma yeah, you dude. don't know how someone's going to adapt to it or have to deal yeah. with it and again doesn't excuse anyone from being for being a killer that's another level yeah, but it's dude. just more like the trauma yeah. there's trauma there dude yeah know. you don't want to fuck with the brain man the yeah. brain is yeah it makes everything go man so makes me reevaluate after taking some elbow elbows up the yeah. you know weekend runs you kind of makes you kind of wonder that you know is there some stuff that's that's happening there but it, you can't compare that yeah 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 i mean those guys, guys are modern day gladiators yeah. you know what i mean and it's just it's it's really sad really really sad to kind of watch that but compelling tv nonetheless uh, so i'm glad you checked it yeah, out man. Bro. good I'm recommendation that, uh, really great recommendation yeah this netflix is coming up with some some gems yeah. man and you know they're 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 coming up with some i love the really sports docs out there um i hope they do more of that i oh, hope they, yeah. they like really find stories are compelling like aaron has <laughs> it doesn't have to be a murder though yeah. you know like it could be just other yeah. compelling stories I mean, this is a, you know, like, this is a really unique story. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a 30 for 30 on, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. They are coming up with, like, a Michael Jordan, mm. like, that that championship season mm-hmm. or whatever, like, the, the final season or something. Mm-hmm. I think ESPN is doing something on, on that, and I think they're going to release it in the summer. That, for sure, I'm oh, looking yeah. forward oh. to. That's, like all this like behind the scenes footage it's really really i mean this is why we love sports yeah. and this is why we talk about this kind of stuff man you can't make this stuff up this is like real drama you know yeah. within between the lines and even outside the lines yeah you know what i mean uh, the one thing about Crazy. like being an athlete and being in the spotlight is everything comes to light at some point a lot of things come to light anyways not everything but you don't yeah. really it's hard to hide your personal life because everyone's grasping for things and these teams I mean, these are huge investments they're making. So they're like doing all this due diligence and stuff like that. So that's the crazy part about the whole back end of the behind the scenes of football that we never like as a casual fan, you don't know until these reports come out. But then as they come out, you're like, holy crap, all that stuff is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. But cool, man. Yeah. Let, let me football. okay. Let, let's move on to <laughs> some lighter things. <laughs> or so. Um, Look, the Niners are in the Super the other Bowl, side dude. Of football. Let's talk about some football. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about some football. The other side of football, you know, amidst all of this, you know, other concerns. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a sport we love, and we don't really talk a lot of football in our. We pod. don't, man. We don't. But given all of the success that's been happening, at least here in the Bay Area, for football this season, plus it's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it's just. We got to talk football, man. We got to talk gridiron. It's just, you know, that's that's what everybody's kind of into these days. And I I definitely don't mind talking talking a pigskin, bro. So let's let's start off with the divisional round, all right? So the Niners beat the Vikings, yeah. and they clobbered them. And I mean, it was twenty seven ten, but it was a pretty one sided affair. Um, the Niners just dominated yeah. on defensive and offensive end. I mean, do you have any like additional thoughts um, from that game? I mean, it was it was two weeks ago. Uh, feels like forever because there was a more relevant game this past weekend. But yeah, let's let's talk about that game real quick. Yeah, I think there were a, there was a lot of sort of uncertainty coming into that game just because the Niners are essentially coming out of nowhere, mm-hmm. dude. They were like four and twelve last season, mm-hmm. so like no, and they got the second pick, so literally they were they were <laughs> the lottery. So I guess a lot of the criticism that was coming through was like, you know, these guys are inexperienced, you know, even though they had a good record, you never know how they're going to respond in the playoffs. Yeah. 
But, you know, that's for a casual fan. But watching all of the Niner games this season, you can kind of see that they were kind of playing playoff level football Mm -hmm. as the season was going, you know, going to a close. And um, I think that was the big storyline coming into that game, in addition to the fact that they had the, the best record in the league and they had the number one seed. So they were coming off a bye. And, you know what I mean? Like the whole discussion of rust versus rest was in discussions. But after the game, they pretty much dominated the Vikings. They were fresh. Mm-hmm. They had a full squad coming in. And, you know, you know, despite the inexperience, you know, all of the, the, the learnings that they had, you know, in earlier games in the season kind of came through. So they pretty much dominated, punched their way to the NFC Championship. So that was kind of cool to see. I mean, the, let's not forget you the know. Vikings beat the, the Saints, which people were penning to yeah, go to dude. the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I mean, they had yeah, all, exactly. the, all, the, all, the, all the offensive weapons and stuff like that. And so when the Vikings yeah. beat the Saints, you know, as a Niners fan, I think I think you were kind of worried, right? You're like, well, man, if the Vikings can yeah, beat the dude. Saints and they were supposed to yeah. ma- be matched up with the Niners, you're probably a little scared, right? Dalvin Cook, great yeah. run, running back. I, yeah. I was surprised to see them there just because the Saints were, you know, they're, they're doing pretty well. But, you know, any given Sunday, right? Yeah. And the Saints just had a bad... A bad weekend. Drew Brees was struggling that that uh, that that day. They played the Vikings, and then Minnesota. All due respect to the Minnesota, they played their hearts out and they played their game and they they won that game. But they kind of hit <laughs> the end of the road once they hit the Niners. They didn't have home court home field advantage, mm-hmm. and that was that was game over for them. Yeah, I mean they they stopped the run game. They stopped Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It, it was a domination. Yeah. It was it, I was I was so shocked. I thought it would be a little bit closer just because coming yeah. off a of bye week, you know, you're more rested, but you know, just the intensity sometimes of a of of a, of a playoff game to to build that yeah. up is really hard just to get back into it versus the Vikings they just won a big game so they're like their momentum is strong, you know? Um so like yeah. I was yeah. I was a little suspect about like can the will the Niners really be able to match the intensity but Again, home home field advantage really helps, and honestly, the Niners are just so well balanced. You know, with with Shanahan yeah. at the helm, like a great play caller. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. out schemed them and just outplayed them. I, I'm yeah. I was thoroughly yeah. impressed. Um, yeah, so that was divisional. Mm-hmm. One thing that came out on the divisional and uh, that was really shocking was Tennessee beat Baltimore. Mm. That was shocking everybody. Yeah. Right? Like, I was watching all the games because I was trying to, you know, do a scouting report on any potential matchups. Mm-hmm. And I was worried about the Ravens coming into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But Tennessee and Derrick Henry dominated that game. And, you but know, that's, that's the thing that the got you worried, though. Lamar. That's the thing that got you worried because yeah, you're dude. like, dang, nothing's given, yeah. dude. Because everybody was saying yeah, Baltimore was going to move on already exactly. before the game was played. Exactly. I mean, Baltimore was probably, you know, on paper by the end of the season, the best team. Mm-hmm in the league and then Tennessee just you know they weren't really scaring anybody but then they snuck in there they played their their brand of football and they beat Baltimore in Baltimore man and you know the Ravens fans were shocked man it was crazy but Derrick Henry has been playing like freaking like otherworldly freaking football man that dude is a beast I didn't didn't know much about him Mm -hmm. actually coming into the season but like just seeing him do his thing he looked like Adrian Peterson on steroids. Oh, yeah. and I don't even know if he can have it. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying, man. He was just dominating. So they punched their way. The Titans did to the, the AFC Championship. So that was kind of really interesting. Yeah, and obviously on the other side, Kansas City 
um, is is representing the AFC um, championship side, yeah. and they they yeah. had a barn burner in their divisional round against a uh, Houston. They they started down, I think it was like twenty seven something zero or I don't know something like that. Yeah, and it was at that point I was messaging you and I was like, dang man, like yeah, this is crazy. Like there's gonna be these upsets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you messaged me, and then I took a nap, and then, when I, <laughs> you know, when I woke up, my my phone blown up, was blown up by you, because you were just like, oh, snap, like, <laughs> KC was up, it was crazy, what what happened, like, they scored freaking hella touchdowns in a short amount of period, like, I didn't even, I didn't Dude, see it, I didn't yeah, see I mean, it, bro, I, I messaged you this, Patrick Mahomes just straight up went Steph Curry, <laughs> he just, he, I think he scored four touchdowns in a row, basically hit four half-court three-pointers, <laughs> Um, I mean, special teams played a big role in it, but he just was on fire. And after that onslaught, and you were, you started watching the game after you woke up from your nap, yeah. and then we were just saying, yeah. like, dude, they can't come back from that. I mean, to be up 21-0, sorry, I got that wrong, 21-0, yeah. get torched four straight touchdowns in one quarter, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. And then the second half started, and they scored another touchdown. I was like, damn, like, I don't think they can overcome this, just mentally, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's so demoralizing. Like, I've seen it on the Steph Curry Mm -hmm. side where Steph just starts bombing all these crazy threes and it just really just breaks the back of opponents because they're just like, dude, when is this going to stop? You know what I mean? Like, we're doing everything that we can and this dude is like hoisting three-pointers, three-fourths of the court and is dropping. It's just... It just kind of breaks your spirit and it it harkens back to that mental game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like... You know, once you kind of just get that edge, it's really hard to recover from that. And, you know, Houston had, they, I mean, they were coming in with a lot of confidence, but man, I didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I saw the highlights and it was, it was, it was fucking bonkers, dude. Never seen anything like it. And, it's crazy. And what, three touchdowns in two minutes? Is dude, that yeah. possible? You know that, uh, that game where T-Max uh, scored like 12 points in like freaking 50 seconds? Yeah. It was kind of like that, dude. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> You're just mind-blown. You're like, how is this even possible? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You can't make mistakes. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh. I think the special the special teams issue, like whatever, muff, mm-hmm. muff, uh punt or whatever that that'll that'll fuck you up man i'll tell you that and then let's move on to the next game for the the kansas city city chiefs their uh the game against tennessee i think a lot of people were saying that you know if you can't contain Derrick henry they have a good shot at going to the super bowl and beating the yeah. kansas city chiefs and a lot of people are also saying the kansas yeah. city chiefs they're not really proven mahomes is not proven yeah. yet and will he show yeah. up in the big name and he did <laughs> they beat up they beat the the titans 35 24 and slow start yeah. again. Um, I think it was like yeah. 10-0, and then they scored a touchdown. And yeah. after that, it was good night again. Man, Mahomes went on, caught on fire again. Yeah, so that game was so interesting to mm-hmm. me just because I was just like, dude, they have pretty much a top running back mm-hmm. like t- Tennessee did, you know, uh, coming into the playoffs. And then once you're up, it's like the game plan needs to be just like you, you kind of it's like a snake just trying to smother their 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 prey. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of start running the ball. But Kansas City is so freaking crazy explosive yeah. that they were still able to overcome that that lead. Yeah. And it's just it just tells you how talented they are, you know, especially on the offensive oh, side yeah. of the, the, the ball, man. It's really crazy. Like and, you know, Tennessee, like, you know. You've seen them beat the Patriots, and you've seen them beat all you know all these solid teams. So 
they're pretty well coached, man. Mm-hmm. So it was really shocking to kind of see that result. I, I kind of want to make this comparison. Uh, and I, I kind of um, cited the Warriors and Steph Curry being like, yeah. like Patrick Mahomes. I really feel like yeah. in that Tennessee game, Tennessee knew, like, if you stick to the run game, they have a chance, right? But yeah. it's kind of like how the Warriors, people get sucked into playing like the Warriors style because they're so up and down. They shoot all yeah. these threes. You you deviate yeah. from the game plan later because you just get stuck into this 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 track meet, basically, that the Warriors are trying to force yeah. their will on, right? You start playing like yeah. them, and then you play outside what you initially are planned, which is maybe slow down the game a little bit and not feed into that machine which is what the warriors want and that's what the titans did they kind of went a little bit away from the run game because once the the chiefs started scoring they felt like dude we gotta go we gotta go we gotta throw the ball now but that's not the strength of their team like Tannehill, fine quarterback but let's be honest he's he's nowhere near the caliber of the quarterbacks that that were left in the playoffs that you can't rely on his arm but they just jumped in that fire and they kind of yeah, they went away from the game plan, man. What what really won them all yeah. these playoff games and went they got them into the playoffs in the first place. Yeah. Well, when you're playing catch yeah. up, dude, you yeah. you know, you and the clock is running. You don't want to you yeah. you want to make the most out of your opportunities. That's why they should have ran it more effectively. And it's easier said than done, you know what I mean? Like the Chiefs also have a solid defense, you know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, you can't be running as much, but that that's 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 the caveat with playing uh, Kansas City, man. Is that they're so explosive, they kind of force you to play, you yeah. know, differently than what you want. But we'll, we'll get into the Chiefs you know, a little bit the, more. Let's let's get back to the Niners, man, because we talked about the divisional yeah. game and obviously the the NSV Championship. They won because we yeah. mentioned they're going to Super yeah. Bowl again. A tough opponent, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, all time legend, Hall of Famer. It was it, yeah. going into the game. How did go you feel, Bears. man? Yeah, go Bears, dude. I mean, I'm, I was yeah, a little exactly. torn, but you know, I'm always yeah. an Aaron Rodgers fan. I mean, <laughs> yeah. How how'd you go? How did you feel yeah. going into the game? Now that we know the results, but how did you feel? Yeah, well, especially given how how many playoff series the Bay Area teams have gone through this past whatever ten year period, I never assume anything anymore, dude. Mm-hmm. Like we've taken L's, but we've taken a lot of W's, mm-hmm. so. You know, anytime you come into a playoff game, especially football, dude, any given Sunday, like mm-hmm. we're, we're running that that phrase to the ground, but it's 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 true. Mm-hmm. And you know, you play you you play against a, a Hall of Fame caliber player. You know, if 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 they're on, they could pretty much put their team on their shoulders and win the game. So I was kind of a little circumspect coming in because. Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins are yeah. <laughs> they're very different caliber yeah. of, of quarterback and you know what I mean? Like uh coming into the game, um I, I thought it was a more favorable matchup. Mm-hmm. I didn't want, you know, the Packer I didn't want the Seahawks to 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 move uh move on mm-hmm. just because I'm scared as shitless as Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And to a certain degree I'm scared shitless about Aaron Rodgers just because I've seen him, you know, dice up opponents. So it's a little circumspect uh, coming into the game, but there was like all the talk coming into the game was the Niners were, uh, you know, overwhelming favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, you know, head and shoulders just a better team overall, and 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 that showed. You know, yeah. when when they played, I think you know it it, it in many ways mirrored the the first game that they played this mm-hmm. season, where it was pretty much a blowout. It was like thirty eight to six or something like yeah. that. It was just a crazy game, and you know. 
coming into the game, I was just like, you know, Green Bay is going to make some adjustments and it's going to be a little bit closer than what we saw. And it and it ended up being that way towards the end. Mm. But the first half was like crazy, man. Like they pretty much shut shut out the Packers. Like the the defense of the Niners, as they've see, shown when they were healthy, especially mm-hmm. during the season, they're probably the best D in the yeah. league. And, you know, that pass rush is smothering, you know, that front four. It's just really crazy, and it really made Aaron Rodgers struggle. Yeah, he was out of sorts in the first half. I mean, he got it going a little bit in the second half, but by that time, it was kind of a insurmountable kind of feat, it seemed. I mean, you, you know, you always give yeah. Rodgers a chance, but at the end, even though the score was, was close, like they were within two touchdowns, but two touchdowns yeah. with the run game, how the run game was going with the Niners. Um, let's let's not forget to yeah. mention Mosert. Um, he yeah. dominated the game, man. And I think him and Trevor Coleman have, uh, Tevin Coleman, sorry, um, have just been yeah. like kind of um, passing the baton back and forth of, of, yeah. of basically establishing a run game, right? Yeah, Coleman had two touchdowns last yeah. weekend against the the Niners. He was our workhorse, oh. but uh, you know this weekend, you know, it was mostered all the way. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I think he had the second most rushing yards in playoff history for a running two hundred twenty yards, man. This dude, no, yeah, exactly. No one knew this dude coming into this game. Like even the Niner fans. Mm-hmm. All, uh, only saw him as a special teams gunner, you know, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Like we had, I mean, in the depth chart, I think he was third da- on the line. We had Brita, we had Coleman. He might have even been fourth because we had uh, Jarek McKinnon, <laughs> who just was injured. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was really crazy, man. And, and 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 you know, props to Mostert in terms of you know improving his game. He found a system that that really leverages his skills. Like you know, he's actually some almost like an Olympic level sort of athlete in terms of speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people didn't know, but he he comes from a track background, and you know the system, including his development and really good uh, offensive line play, yeah. uh, really good fullback play. Like we have Kyle Yushek, who's pretty much the top fullback in the in the league. Uh, you know, Swiss Army knife, mm-hmm. and then you have George Kittle, which is pretty much the top tight end in the yep. league. Him and Travis Kelsey doesn't care about getting any receptions, man. Yeah. yeah, him and Travis Kelsey, and you see George Kittle just, you know, just you know, running blocks for you know a fourth string running back yeah. just to help him get you know get a W, and it was crazy, man. I think. You know, once the Niners were ahead and they kind of established a run game, is that sort of like boa constrictor just slowly yeah. just choking their prey. And that's what I was expecting Tennessee to do. Mm. But the Niners were able to kind of combine the defensive effort and when they were ahead with the running game. And it just, you know, they ran out of time, man. It's just, you know, they, they, you know, Green Bay, credit to Aaron Rodgers, made a run, made tremendous plays, mm-hmm. but it was too little, too mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the stories that are going to come out of the last game and leading into the Super Bowl because we have two weeks before the Super yeah. Bowl and there's going to be a lot of like storylines coming out and just like player bios and Mostert. Am I yeah. saying that right? <clears throat> yeah. Like that's going to be yeah. a really big story. And I feel so happy for that guy. Again, he was passed up by so many teams yeah. and he gets his time to shine. Yeah. It's on the biggest stage, man. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Exactly. And, you know, Mostert was cut by, what, six yeah. other teams. Yeah. And he was just languishing on special teams. He couldn't find a role 
But injuries come and go. He capitalized on an opportunity. And, you know, biggest stage of the NFL, man. And he, he shows he, he shows he flexes his ability and he's able to do what he needs to do. And he's so humble too, mm-hmm. man. I think like that's you know, just getting you know, getting all the 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 frustration out from these previous uh, sort of stops, mm-hmm. like he just understands that, you know, you can't take anything for granted. And you just it's just such a likable story, man. It's not even like being a Niner fan, like you just gotta love these types of stories where dudes that, you know, you know, were kinda cast away yeah. are kinda, you know, finding some success, so I'm happy for it. I think especially for football, it's hard to break in um, versus basketball. I mean, we have those stories too. Second rounders or undrafted uh, or undrafted players merely becoming yeah. something. But in football, it's, yeah. it's. I mean, look, the roster is how many deep, right? Like, yeah. and you get cut so many times, but you have to find the right situation, right scheme, right coach to yeah. basically display yeah. your abilities. Like so many variables go into, let's say someone like Mostert's story to get to this point yeah. that's why it's it's even yeah. a more amazing this compelling yeah. story yeah 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 so Let, let's let's move forward dude let's he, talk about yeah. let's talk about the <laughs> we find ourselves at the super yeah Bowl, man kc versus sf it's the joe montana Bowl. but before we start dissecting it how's the bay area area reacting to all this oh dude i mean it's all gravy <laughs> up here dude you know everybody's i mean the Niners, I mean, are pretty much, you know, the unifying sort of uh, team for a lot of Northern California. I know the Raiders were here, but the Raiders kind of ushered themselves going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So in terms of NorCal, you know, you know, they pretty much kind of <laughs> unite this this whole region mm-hmm. in terms of fandom. You know, because basketball, you got the Warriors, the Kings. Baseball, you got the A's, the Giants. In many ways the Niners pretty much just kind of unify this this whole region. So it's crazy, man. Everybody's really into it. You see a lot of red and gold uh, out here. People are just really, really psyched to see the Niners back at it, especially given uh, how they've sucked pretty much the past, whatever, three or four years. Like, literally, they were at rock bottom. Yeah. So they're coming in ahead of schedule. I don't think anybody expected that the Niners would be here I think everybody knew they had talent, but just to get to the Super Bowl after getting a number two pick, it's just crazy, going into man. the season. They were thirty to one odds at making the Super Bowl, so yeah, they definitely were overlooked, yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah. And oh, I, I wanted to mention yeah. this too. Um, you sent me a photo of just like you know your your homeboys, people in the Bay Area, friends gathering, and your yeah. baby was wearing yeah. a Patrick Willis jersey. <laughs> Let's just put that out there, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hey man, we we're we're repping. Yeah. We're definitely repping in terms of uh, just being able to kind of, you know, show some love, you know. And it's good to ha- you know to have some sort of old school uh, niner, niner blood in there so that they can kind of learn their history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, what's funny is like throughout this sort of uh, playoff run, I was trying to I was trying to uh, rock a playoff beard. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of superstitious like that, so I didn't shave for like two weeks. It was gross, man. <laughs> It was really good. Wait, that means I had to get you're rid of still it. you got rid of it. <laughs> I got rid of it, man. It's a fresh start, man. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore. I was getting really superstitious. I I, I kind of do that stuff, man. When yeah. it, when it was the Niners, I did. Everyone has their kinda, ritual, man. Kinda, Everyone has their thing, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You find what you can do to kind of get the juju yeah. right, but um, 
after we got to the Super Bowl, I was uh, I, I said, I, uh, let's do a reset. It's kind of like a different it's a different task right now. <laughs> it probably doesn't matter in the big scale of things, but it makes me feel better that I was trying to do what I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was it was getting pretty bad. Not only did it look really bad, man, it was just really uncomfortable. So I had to I, it was game over for that. I had to uh, I had to Derek Henry that thing, man, <laughs> just send it home. <laughs> yeah as far as the kansas city chiefs i mean they're no it's another level of threat this time right like you, you there's real fear yeah. in your heart now right i mean with the packers i'm sure you're like well you never know any given sunday but now after seeing yeah. how the kansas city chiefs have made their run to the super bowl it definitely has some uh with the weapons they got i'm sure you're scared man oh yeah yeah it's i mean it's you know it for for a casual fan this is a great mm-hmm. matchup just because mm-hmm. you're pitting pretty much like the most electrifying offense in the league right now with, you know, pretty much, you know, the top defense in the league right now. And it's offense versus defense. It's a of wills, man. Kind of, yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, I'm worried. I'm not assuming anything, man. I, I've seen them do their work, but, you know, the night, I mean, you got to give the Niners mm-hmm. credit. I think the lines... And I'm not a betting man, but it seems like it's pretty much a toss-up mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. in terms of that, with a slight edge to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the home team, yeah. quote unquote. So, but you know, you never know what could happen, right? Yeah. Like, you know, a sprained ankle for Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. or you know, someone, you know, gets the knock, the wind knocked out of them, and it could change. You know, it could change the game completely. And this is why they play, and this is why this is so dramatic. So. I'm worried though, man. I wouldn't say I'm worried. I'm, I'm, you're, you're, I'm, you're anxious, right? Anxious and excited. Yeah, I'm in anxious. excited way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I have confidence in in our guys. Mm-hmm. You know, playing their game. I feel like you know, uh, there's a lot of things coming into uh, this game that um, that have taught them to you know kind of maintain their their game plan um, and, and just play their their game. And you know, it's just. You just gotta, you just gotta see. I guess it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a situation where each team, the team that makes the bigger mistake, is gonna cost mm-hmm. them the game. You know, it could be a muffed punt, it could be a penalty, it could be a drop. It, it's it's gonna be one of those those games, man. It's gonna be crazy. I, I, you're gonna like this analogy that I'm gonna pull out. This is gonna be in favor of the mm-hmm. Niners, all right? And I know I keep making analogies yeah. to basketball, but that's just how I am. I mean, basketball is on my mind. This this super basketball, is yeah, life, yeah, no, ball is life. <laughs> this Super Bowl kind of yeah. reminds me a little bit how the matchup is, kind of how the Lakers when they played the when they lost to the Detroit Pistons, um, when Kobe and Shaq mm-hmm. were playing, yeah, because you had yeah. Kobe and Shaq basically a super team, you know, they were on that yeah. that epic run three peat. And they met this really well balanced Detroit team. Like, they're, I mean, Chauncey Billups is a mm. great player, but he's no superstar, right? You had Ben Wallace, Rashid yeah. Wallace, and all that, all, yeah. all those guys, Rip Hamilton. Yeah. And they were just, they yeah. were grinders, man. They were grinders. Yeah. And you kind of have like, you know, yeah, like the defensive end on the SF, the Niners, and offensively, yeah. the run game, they're just grinders. Yeah. And then you have the, the Patrick Mahomes, who's like this electrifying guy. It, it that's I mean obviously everyone knows the Lakers <laughs> lost that finals, um, yeah yeah. And this is this is how I compare it, man. Like it feel it feels kind of like that to me. Yeah yeah yeah. I I mean yeah. I mean the Niners in in many ways. Don't get me wrong. We have star power. Like we have George Kittle. Mm-hmm. We have you know what I mean. We have Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. But like 
Yeah, it's just it's a different personality mm-hmm. of the team. You got fireworks, and then you have this sort of grinded out, you know, kind of, uh, you know, blue collar team in many mm-hmm. ways, right? You know, it's physical. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, this is why this Super Bowl is super super compelling. There's just a lot of crazy storylines. You can look at it at very different angles. You know, I'll tell you this: Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yet. Yet. So and, and he's 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 gaining it at least with this run. So we'll see how he responds in the big stage. I wouldn't put it past him to really blow up though, man. Just because he has done nothing but show us that he can kind of step up in in the situation. But at, uh, on the on the flip side, the Niners just yeah, I don't know, man. They've just they kind of know what their game is and they just execute like like what you said, right? It's just you know it's like. It's almost like a Spurs-esque sort mm-hmm. of approach where they just kind of stick with the fundamentals. They don't really make any sort of big mistakes. Mm-hmm. They they just wear you down systematically, mm-hmm. right? And then eventually you just kind of reach the end of the ball game and you're just like, oh shit, like you know, <laughs> you know that didn't work out. So um, hopefully you're right. Hopefully mm-hmm. your analogy is is correct, but it's it's. It's crazy, man. The next couple of weeks is the buildup is gonna. Be you're crazy. gonna be so into it because you love like all these interviews leading up to a big game. You're 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 listening to all the like the content and you know all the stuff that's gonna yeah. be coming out. Because I mean, it's a, yeah. two weeks is is not a long time, but is a long time with you know at the same you know time. Um, yeah, it's a long time, dude. If you really think about it, it's a long time. Like you could literally get through a seven game. Oh yeah, NBA final series in that that span, right? If you really think about it, right? Yeah. So, it's like the build up to the to that 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 point is going to be crazy. <laughs> but you know, we kind of had a, we got banged up a little bit. Um, so hopefully that, at least from a health perspective, that'll help the Niners. But like, yeah, that's a lot of time to prepare for each other. Like. For these two teams, they're gonna literally look at everything, man. every single you know, tape, you know, slide of cell or whatever of tape to to see where the the cracks are on that. But you know, Super Bowl is crazy, man. We've seen all the craziest shit that happened in Super Bowl, so you know, we're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens because the next time we record. The Super Bowl will have been played, and we'll know the winner <laughs> who will be crowned uh, 2020, uh, yeah. 2019 to 2020 NFL champs. And, man, yeah, I, man. I mean, we, we'll see when we record if you'll be crying or from tears of sadness or tears of joy, man. Yeah, 2019 was tough for me, man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the new year brings uh, better, uh, better luck. But... I don't know, man. We're playing with house money, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. You know, we, no one, no one thought we'd be here. So but I know also how you think, Jason. You're like, well, game. we're playing with house money, but since we're here now, <laughs> we got to capitalize, right? <laughs> you, you know me very well, yeah. man. You know me very well, because it's just, you know how it is, yeah. dude. It's just like you, you, how you, there are no, no guarantees that you'll ever look at the Rams, back, man. Right, like. Exactly. Exactly. They were at the they exactly, were at the Super exactly. Bowl, and everyone's like, "Okay, next year." But look at what happened to Todd Gurley. He's he's yeah, he's a shell. Dude, he hurt his knee, or what, we don't know exactly what's really going on. But without that running game, it's 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 tough, man. And Jared Goff kind of folded this season. Yeah, yeah. 
he got scouted. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, yeah, you exactly right. That's how fragile it is mm-hmm. in the NFL. So you're right. You're right. So you know, I have every faith mm-hmm. in uh, all those guys. Gotta have that belief, bro. Given that it's just a but. Yeah, all all those blue collar guys, man. They're gonna they're gonna capitalize on it. So I hope it works out. But I don't know, man. You know, three touchdowns in two minutes. That's <laughs> that's hella scary, man. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I'm I'm pumped. And with that said, let's let's end this podcast on that note because, like I said, the next time we record, we're gonna know the winner of the Super Bowl. And I mean, the Bay Area will, Bay Area will go crazy if the Niners win. It'll, it'll be freaking epic. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a lot to yeah. look forward to and all the content that's going to come out all from the players, the interviews and all that stuff moving yeah. towards the game. And, you know, let's, with that said, let's end it this week. Um, I look really look forward to two weeks from now, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. There's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about regardless, win or lose. So we'll see how it goes. And next episode, there's a lot more to talk about too. Uh, I mean, this episode, we had to talk football. But there's the Astros cheating scandal and stuff like that. There's so much going on in the sports world. Um, but let's let's yeah, keep dude, it positive. Conor McGregor came, yeah, like there's just a lot of stuff to talk about. But it's you know, NFC Championship weekend, so they'll stay on on topic. We'll unpack all the other stuff in the you know the future episodes. Uh, thank you for listening. You can follow us on IG at Ball versus Life uh, official, and then you can shoot us an email at Ball versus Life at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. Um, please rate, subscribe, review. We really appreciate all the kind words or you know even criticisms man um so with that said we'll catch you guys next week super bowl baby bang bang niner gang peace Peace. out